Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire, the Leadership Development Podcast, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. All right, Aspire listeners, I am so pumped for this episode because I have my wonderful friend and Teach Better teammate, Livia Chan, with me. And we've been talking before I even pushed record, and she was just spewing wisdom left and right. And I'm kicking myself for not pushing record sooner, but I know that she's going to be on fire for this episode. Livia, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Oh, I am so honored and blessed and humbled that uh, you asked me to be on your podcast, and I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm excited about this episode, too, because now you are in a new leadership role, which I'm so excited to hear not only about this role that you're currently in, but also about the history of Livia Chan in education. So if you wouldn't mind, will you just share a little bit about your educational leadership journey? I would love to. I started teaching back in 1998 as a grade two, three teacher for a number of years. And then I stepped into a district leadership role and our staff development team in learning technologies. So working with principals and helping them move their people forward in terms of integrating technology with curriculum. And then three years ago, I came back to the classroom and last year I became a head teacher. So in my role as a head teacher, I am part-time in the office supporting the principal and I am part-time in the classroom. So I'm teaching grade four or five class this year. You're based in Canada, so the education system looks a little bit different. So the head teacher role, let's talk about that. So when you're supporting the principal, what does that look like? Well, it's, it's like being the right-hand person. So if there are things that she wants to uh, talk about in terms of leading the school or how do we best support this child or this family, and so kind of visioning what we want to, how we want to move the school, but also the, the little things like scheduling and ordering and kind of the, the basics of, well, you know, we don't need the principal doing those kinds of things. The head teacher can take care of those things. And also just supporting anybody that needs help in the, in the office. I love going to visit classrooms and just working with colleagues because of my background in technology. So just last week, I worked with a kindergarten class and they use iPads for the first time and they're so excited. And, you know, it's great because the teacher who doesn't use a lot of technology can feel a little bit more comfortable so that eventually she doesn't need me in the classroom and she can just be independent with, with how she integrates technology in, in, her, in her curriculum. Yeah. So I know that you write quite a bit and you write <laughs> on teach better and you have a series right now going and talking about certain gifts and yes. I would love to hear about that series that blog series and kind of your understanding or idea on gifts as a leader gifts as an educator and and how you're providing those gifts to other people I would love to share so back I think in March or maybe yeah I think March or May I started a new blog series on Teach Better, and it's all about seeing different things as gifts, simple things as gifts. So the first one is just kind of explaining how I started to see things as gifts. And the more that I did that, the more I was able to appreciate all the things that we have around us. So the simple things, like each day is a gift. And I know we hear that often, 
right? Like each day is a gift, but it's hard to really truly live that every day because you just take it for granted. But uh, things like words are gifts. So anytime I receive just kind gifts of words from people, then I try to make sure that I thank them for it because I truly receive them as gifts, right? And things like believing in other people. I see that as a gift because I've had a number of people believe in me and it's because people have believed in me that I have felt that I could believe in me, right? And I've had so many instances where I have truly believed in a child and they have soared beyond even their own imagination. And it's that gift of believing in others. And I always say like, you know, believe in others until they believe in themselves. And it's just such a gift, such a gift. And I know, you know, you've experienced that as well, right? Like a lot of us leaders have had somebody just kind of tap you on the shoulder and just say, hey, I believe you can do this, or here's an opportunity. And the more you hear and have these gifts of opportunities, the more you start to really see yourself as a leader and that you can do these things. And you look around, you think, well, all these people are saying this or or are giving me these opportunities, they must see something in me. And so that, that kind of helps push the imposter syndrome aside a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. I talked about it in my book. I talked about it on the podcast before of, of mm-hmm. various different people believing in me before I even believed in myself. Yes. So I think that's a huge gift. And I wouldn't be talking to you on this podcast <laughs> without those people <laughs> in my life. And Same. I would say that you're one of those folks. You provide gratitude constantly through text messages, through Voxer. I mean, there's various communication pieces that you provide that are extremely uplifting. And I know you're doing that on the campus level too. So what are some ways that you're showing gratitude to your fellow colleagues? Well, you know, I also see gratitude as a gift that you can really give the gift of gratitude through your words. And I really believe that it's something that really can help other people feel better about their day. And, you know, we know that when people are appreciated that they will do more than you expect them to do sometimes, right? It's because they're being valued for their contribution and they're being acknowledged and, and they're being seen and they're being heard. And, you know, those are all the such great feelings that they have. And I do it with my students too, but anytime that there's an opportunity to show appreciation, I do because, you know, I don't want them to ever feel like they're not being appreciated. So one of the things that I do is I am a scrapbooker. So I also make cards. And so I just have these bright, bright yellow kind of, they almost like look like postcards with a little fancy um, pattern paper strip. And they're just left in a box in the photocopy room because all teachers use the photocopy room. Our mailboxes are in there. And it just says, you know, please take to write happy notes or something like that. And it's just meant for somebody to kind of take and fill out, put in their box, whether you want to do it anonymously, or if you want to write your name. And it's just, I know when I receive one, it just uplifts me, right? And I know that when I write one to one of my colleagues, I know that my gift of words is making them feel better. And like, how many times have we received gifts from our students or anybody else? And the item is great, right? Starbucks card, happy to receive those, but it's the words they write on the card that I actually take and I hug to my heart. Like the words that I receive are such kind words and words of gratitude that, you know, I know some, there's some people that have walls and walls of 
cards from, you know, students and whatnot, and they mean something. That's, that's one thing. We also have like a shout out board. And I don't know if you ever noticed, but I try in every single email to start off with some kind of gratitude Mm -hmm. and end with some kind of gratitude. It's kind of like the sandwich, right? And I think it's, it's just a part of who I am. And it's something that I always say, like, gratitude is meant to be shared. Because if somebody's on your mind, and you feel appreciative, why are we keeping it to ourselves? It needs to be shared. I think in your emails and all your communication, it's just the whole sandwich is gratitude. (laughs) (laughs) It's just jammed (laughs) out. Well, you know, another thing I always share too, is that I, I really believe that in every interaction that we are given, it's a gift. And it's an opportunity to uplift others through our kindness and our gratitude. And the whole point is to make their day a brighter one. Like we have that power through every single interaction. And it could be the simplest things. Like, you know, sometimes I feel a little bit silly, but when kids come to ask me to go to the washroom, you think it's usually, yeah, go ahead. Right. But I always go, sure, go ahead. Like, you know, like it's a simple thing, but how I respond to any simple thing makes a difference. So if I have the energy, why not? Right. I think that is a good point. And I want to touch on that a little bit because I feel like every interaction I have with you, Olivia, you, you have that positive spin on things or you have that energy that you bring to the conversation and it is uplifting. So what are some things that you bring when you're interacting with other people to uplift them? First of all, I see relationships and connection as a gift. So again, like everything kind of goes back to that. And I, I think when I've changed the way I've looked at life, especially since the pandemic, that just seeing things as gifts has helped me with self-care because just like when you receive a gift, you it's almost automatic that you have a sense of appreciation. To answer your question, well, it starts with the way that I welcome because I think how people start their day, it makes such a big difference. So every day we greet each other, but there's so many different levels that you can greet. So you can have the, hey, how are you doing with a half smile versus a big, hey, how's it going? And not in a sense that it's not genuine, but because people are gifts to me and relationships are gifts, like I am truly happy to see people. So I have a big smile. Like when I see anybody pull in through the parking lot, when I'm also parking as well, like I'll have this big smile, like, Hey, I'm so happy to see you. And that's how I truly feel. And, and you think about this, the students when they come in through the door, like I really believe every student needs to be welcomed with a warm heart, as big a smile that you can muster because it makes such a big difference. So in the mornings, I try to situate myself where the sign in is so that, you know, kind of like the the concierge person that comes that is there that just kind of greets everybody and asks people how they're doing. And every interaction is an opportunity to uplift somebody. So, you know, if somebody's coming into the office to photocopy something, then it's just a genuine, hey, how's your day going? Right. And so I think the, the more cheery I am, the more uplifting I am, it just lifts everybody else's spirits up. And, you know, not to say that I'm not matching other people that may not have that same energy, but we know that when you are around somebody else that has a higher level of energy that you kind of match that a little bit more, right? Just like the opposite. When you are around somebody that is not, 
you you kind of tend to lower yourself in terms of energy and positivity. So I want to be that person that uplifts. And you do a great job of that. Thank you. So Livia, I want to uplift some things that you're doing because I know that you are extremely busy. You've got a lot of projects that you're a part of. And one of the things that just launched is your online course. So will you just mm-hmm. share what you created on the Teach Better Academy? I would love to. So my partner is Carrie Pitstick, and we both work as uh, leads on our blogging team. Uh, We actually came out with our first course uh, a little while ago, and that was just primarily and exclusively for our bloggers to just teach them all about the life cycle of their blog post once they submit it for review. And then while we were talking with Jeff and Ray, they and we were sharing our ideas about, you know, well, how do we help bloggers become better writers? When they looked at our, our course outline, they said, well, this is actually two courses. So the second course that was just launched uh, about a week and a half ago, maybe, yeah. is about, it's called Writing Strategies and Marketing Your Work. And a lot of the ideas are that stem from what I've been teaching my own students for the last few years. And the tips and strategies are tried, tested, and true. And I've also presented the same material um, to my colleagues in our district and got a lot of good feedback. Uh, a lot of them have said, you know, I'm going to try this tomorrow. And then I hear back from them, and like, I did it and it worked. And so really excited to have people just learn about themselves as writers. And then we talk about the um, things to consider before you write, while you write and after you write. And then once it's published, just some tips on how to market your work. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Well, you're currently writing a book right now. Yes. And it's called Impact, The Power of Connected Leadership. So what is that book all about and where did that project come from? Well, I am a part of the Admin Mastermind, part of Teach Better. And so I'm through that, I met uh, a lot of amazing leaders. And so we meet every Tuesday. And a couple of the people that I met, Rob Breyer and Jeffrey Prickett, um, we got together and Robert initially had this idea that we could write a book together. And so we were meeting regularly every week, I want to say six or seven months before, before we talked, before we had a chat with Darren Peppard, wrote awesome. And so we've been working on this idea for a little while, you know, because we became connected, you know, a lot of us leaders, came together in the mastermind and became connected, especially during the pandemic, because we needed it. We all needed it. And so many of us grew in so many different ways uh, by being connected. And so we just want to share some of the things that we've learned by becoming a connected leader and just some of the benefits and, you know, some of our stories. And so we're really excited to share that book one day. Yes, I can't wait to read it. It'll be phenomenal. <laughs> Three amazing you. leaders. And yeah, the Teach Better Admin Mastermind, like you said, every Tuesday. And there's a mm-hmm. morning and an 
evening session. Yes. And, yes. Um, that's free, right? You don't have to pay anything. You just show up and, and exactly. get to, uh, join a bunch of phenomenal leaders. So Dave mm. Shimano does a fantastic job with that. Definitely he check does. it out actually put a link in the show notes for anyone that's interested in in joining that group so yeah or just reach out to one of us and we'll get you connected definitely you are going to be speaking here at a conference Mm -hmm. and i can't wait to hear about what you're going to be speaking on (laughs) so the title of my session is called um maximizing opportunities to inspire learning for all learners and it's essentially about how do we support all learners? And it's, I'm I'm really excited. I think as someone that's newer to kind of like formal leadership, I think if it were six months ago, I would be extremely uh, nervous and thinking, why did I do this? But, you know, I've grown so much in the last year and a half by being a connected leader. And I'm just like truly excited truly excited to share what I have to share. Livia, you know, this question is coming up and it's when I ask all of my guests, which is for our aspiring and current leaders, what is one thing that they could do tomorrow or next week to enhance their leadership skills? I really believe that, you know, kind of based on our book, that it's, it's all about the power of connections and it's, you know, but I believe that it starts with the connection with yourself. Because you really, and I've heard a lot of your guests say the same thing, but I I really believe that, that, you know, you really have to start with yourself. You have to know your strengths. You have to know your gifts and how you shine and how you contribute to this world. And, and also, you know, dive into some personal development. I, that's one thing that I have done that I've never really done in the past, but in the last year or so I have, and it's, it's empowering and it really helps you grow because you know yourself that much better. Right. And then, you know, connecting with others. And I think, you know, you see the hashtag often, but better together and stronger together. I really believe in that. And, and it's not just the connections, but it's, and it's not just the building of relationships, but for me, it's the maintaining of relationships because it's relatively easy to, to start a relationship, right. And, and to build one, but it's the maintaining part, I think is, is huge. Right. And so, you know, as you know, like I'm, I'm a big believer in reaching out to people. So when somebody is on your mind, like there is a reason for that. So, you know, I always say, how long does it take to send a text? Like literally 30 seconds and every single time. Yeah. Every single time I've been blessed back because of that connection. And to me, that, that is the maintaining part. And then if somebody is, is willing to share something that's, that's on their heart or on their mind with you, then it's an opportunity for me to care and to, to empathize and to check in with them again. Right. And that, that circling back is really important for me. And that's how you maintain the relationships. Right. And so again, it's like, you know, in the, in the mornings while I'm at school, if I'm asking somebody, you know, about their day or, or whatnot, and then they're saying something like, well, I'm feeling okay. And so I'll ask them, so what would make your okay better? Right. And so that's often a way that they're, they're opening up a little bit more. And then to me, that's an opportunity that, okay, well, 
I'll, depending on what it is, I might check in with them at the end of the day or the next day, right? And that's another opportunity to show that I care. And that's what teachers need right now is they need to know that people care about them. And as a leader, you have to build those opportunities for yourself, right? So if I stay in my office or I, I, I don't, you know, greet people when they come in, I don't know how people are doing. So I have to do the work and to find out. You said that you took some time for the first time to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true for a lot of educators, especially leaders. What are some ways that you started to invest in yourself? Well, I started following people that are like personal development gurus. One of them is our good friend, Lindsay Titus. Yeah. Uh, so I, I started attending some of her sessions and just diving into her work and just starting to really understand that if I don't know who I am, you know, wait, I think we think we know who we are, right? But unless you really invest that time to dive into who we are, what do we believe in? What do we value? It's really hard to know who you are as a leader, mm-hmm. right? And then just other people, um, you know, listening to a ton of podcasts, lots of leadership podcasts, and then just outside of education as well. I think that's important to not just listen to educational podcasts, but kind of broadening my my spectrum of, of podcasts that I listen to. So people like Brenda Burchard and John Acuff and Mel Robbins. So yeah, a number of different people. And, you know, you take what, what resonates with you and right. And the things that don't resonate as much, they just kind of slide off you, but they, they still help me become better. All buildings this from strength from within. And I think it's so important, especially for teachers too, to teach their students, like you need to know what your strengths are. And last year there was a student with special needs and I had asked her one time, I said, well, what are your strengths? And she's like, I don't know. And I said, oh, I said, by the end of this year, you will know your strengths. If anybody were to ask you, you can stand on a stage and just scream out your strengths. And that's what I want for you. So Livia, you talked about being a connected leader, and I would love for my listeners to connect with you on social media. So how may they do that? I would love that too. I am most active on Twitter, so I can be found at Livia Chan L, and that's the same uh, social media handle for everything. So Livia Chan L, and I can be found by email Livia at teachbetter.com. So that's another way that I can be contacted. And I'd love to connect with anybody. So if there's anything that I've said that, you know, I, that may have resonated with anyone, just fire me an email or D, DM me and I'm, I'll be happy to talk further. Awesome. And I'll make sure I have all of those handles in the show notes. So make sure that you're clicking on that and connecting with Livia. So that's Livia Chan L. Yes. On TikTok. <laughs> well, not very active at all on TikTok. I don't have any presence there. I just have an account. Not there yet, Josh. (laughs) I was just trying to get a reaction, which I got. So thank you. (laughs) Livia, I I totally got us off track. Thank you for being with me tonight. I I love talking with you so much. Um, We we had a lengthy conversation before I pushed record, (laughs) which was phenomenal. It has made my evening. And um, I'm just so happy that you're able to share a little bit about gratitude, what it means to be a leader and, and the gifts that we have the honor and blessing to to share with everyone every single day. So thank you so much. You are a gift, Olivia. 
um, in my life. And I just appreciate everything that you do for education. Same. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. Such a joy. Thank you for making my day, Josh. <laughs>